Our scripture today comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And my time was running wild A million dead-end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-change Turn and face the strain Ch-ch-change Don't wanna be a richer man together in prayer. Precious and loving God, we thank you for your presence in all the ways that it's seen. Precious God, when we are on quest for hope, 
We hope that you help us find ways to fill the spaces that we have longing. Be with us today in this conversation, Lord, and in your son's precious and loving name we pray. Amen. We're continuing our series on what it means to find Christ in popular culture. We're continuing our music series. Last week we took a little bit of a break and we had a little bit of a professional wrestling theme because of a significant passing. And I was thinking about my reaction to the passing of superstar Billy Graham. And I thought about a quote uh, that I wanted to share with you. This is a quote that was shared on a, on a, on a grief group that I'm a part of. Um, you can find it on, on choosing therapy and it's, uh, it's choosingtherapy.com, grieving a celebrity. We, we have these individuals that take on certain roles in our lives. And even though that we don't know them personally, there's something about the art that they create that has helped us in a pertinent time. There's a song that stirs our soul and our spirit. There is a piece of art that has given us a different perspective of the world that lives around us. There's a movie that has helped us look at our world through a different set of eyes. And all of these things are pertinent because they transform us with for who we are and who we'll become in very pertinent moments. And it's those pertinent moments that have a lasting meaning, even though that we may not have a significant relationship with the artists that created them. Uh, this quote that comes from uh, choosingtherapy.com, grieving a celebrity, it is grieving the death of a celebrity can also cause us to reflect on our life and make us feel we are losing our path, past. The death of a star can represent a symbolic loss of pleasant memories from parts of our life. I want us to think about what that means. And I want to use this song that I used to set up the sermon, Changes, as we also look at what it means in the Apostle Paul's words to look for the things that are lasting and not at the things that are temporary. Because the rebuttal is, you know, I, I view, popular culture is temporary. I've used images of temporary people that have done extraordinary things throughout this um, popular culture series. But, but it's more than that. We see the actions in the moment, but there's also a long-standing ripples that continue to um, cascade through the waters. There's continued long-standing effects that not only affect who we are, but they affect the individuals that we spend time with. The song I chose for the day, because I'm actually going to quote David Bowie uh, during this conversation, is Changes by David Bowie, and we live in lives of transformation. We live in lives that hopefully that we are constantly evolving to the next stage. Hopefully, in the words of the founder of the United Methodist Church, John Wesley, hopefully that we are people who are constantly striving to move towards perfection, 
And it's through that moving towards perfection that we see changes in our lives. We see our identities transforming and we begin to become images of something outside of us that inspires others to find a path of growth as well. So I move into this conversation. I, I move into this quote from uh, from uh, choosingtherapy.com, and I'll read it to you one more time. Grieving the death of a celebrity can also cause us to reflect on our life and make us feel we are losing our past. The death of a star can represent a symbolic loss of a pleasant memories from parts of our lives. Everything within us grows towards who we'll become. Everything within us helps us move closer and closer to who we will be. Everything within us. I just quoted John Wesley that we are individuals constantly moving on towards salvation. But if you actually also look at John Wesley's explanation of grace, we see this growth narrative that exists in John Wesley's explanation of grace. We have moments in our lives that we don't understand grace. So that is the moment of prevenient grace. We may not understand grace, but it, it exists there. But things happen in our lives. Moments happen in our lives, and we change and we transform. And then we get to this moment of understanding that we understand what's going on. Our lives change, and we evolve, and we begin to understand that there is this greater God that exists outside of us. And it's through that understanding we move towards this moment of justifying grace. That we have something that we can name and proclaim and then we interact with it in such a way because we know what it is. But then there's this other beautiful moment. Our journey doesn't end when we meet something. We grow so much closer to it. We are transformed by it. We are inspired by it. That it becomes so much a part of our being that it sustains who we are. And we get to this last moment of sustaining grace. That we are so evolved and, and tied in to what we found our relationship in. That we live with it without trying. It's these changes that exist in this David Bowie song. It's how that we see one thing from the next and we see time changing and we see ourselves changing and we see the world change because we have changed and we can see the world through a radically different set of eyes. And a lot of those changes come from the harder moments of our lives. I, when I went back to Virginia to spend time with my mom. We watched this HBO documentary about David Bowie. And the very opening scene is a quote from David Bowie that he gave in 2002. And it shared this. At the turn of the 20th century, Friedrich Nietzsche proclaimed that God was dead and that man had killed him. This created an arrogance within man that he himself was God. But as God, all he could seem to produce 
was disaster. That led to a terrifying catastrophe. That led to a terrifying confusion, excuse me. For if we could not take the place of God, how could we fill the space that we had created within ourselves? There's these moments in our lives that become our, our, where is it? Oh, here it is. There are moments in our lives that, that we live in our terrifying confusion, in the words of David Bowie. And as we exist in these moments of terrifying confusion, we either exist within places that we live within our justifying grace. We acknowledge the presence of God and we try to strive closer to God in those moments. Or we don't see God's presence. So where we're actually at is this present of prevenient grace, this re this recombining the convenient grace, God doesn't disappear because we stop looking for him. But there are moments that we reach terrifying confusion and we can't see God. But God's there. God's there. I thought about this quote a lot because the other thing that represents in this quote is we all exist not just in lives of change, but we also exist within the necessity of finding something that fills a spiritual void in our lives, that fills a moment of need and necessity. So I, I, I'm going to read this quote from Bowie again, and hopefully my dyslexia doesn't get in the way this time. And instead of looking at it at the remo as the removal of God, as Friedrich Nietzsche shared, I want us to look at it in the form of the way that we address the holes that exist in our lives, the, the holes that exist in our journey, the moments that we hurt, that we grieve, that we're in pain, and we have this pit that exists within our being that we're looking for something to fill it with. That's what I want you to hear when I, when I read this again. At the turn of the 20th century, Friedrich Nietzsche proclaimed that God was dead and that man had killed him. This caused an arrogance within man that he himself was God. But as God, all he could seem to produce was disaster. This led to a terrifying confusion. For if we could not take the place of God, how could we fill the space that we had created within ourselves? Thankfully, the existence of God is ongoing. And, and that, that, that statement, that reality exists within the scripture that I chose today from 2 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul speaking on, it's the things that are unseen or eternal. It's the, the things that are seen or temporary. But the things, the temporary things can make some really deep, terrifying confusion in our lives. And it's hard to deal with it. So we find other things to fill those spaces. Sometimes 
they're healthy, they're fruitful. They're that favorite song that that we heard at a moment. They're that movie that helped us see the world through a different set of eyes. It's that piece of art that we have to look at every day because it inspires us to look at things gif- differently. There's there's the healthy things. There's also the pits that exist in our lives that makes the pit even deeper. We live within a culture and society and an existence and a humanity that deals with addictive issues, that deal, we deal with daily. If we can't find peace in the space that we are dealing with, if we can't find peace in our terrifying confusion, then we create more terrifying confusion so that we're not alone. Hurt exists as we begin to fill the holes in our lives by digging holes in the lives of others. And it's it's this terrifying confusion that continues to get in the way. And we are constantly trying to find ways to fill it, whether it's the healthy way through uh, the rebuilding of community and healthy, supportive environments that help us realize that we are beautiful creations in Jesus Christ and also helps others understand that they are beautiful creations of Jesus Christ. We find ourselves in communities that we are able to sit down and have healthy, constructive conversations as we look at the words of this David Bowie song and we address the ch-ch-ch-changes that are going on, not just in the world around us, but in ourselves it makes the world look differently. I think about sort of the sentiment that I get out of this David Bowie song and it's he's changing and time's changing and the world looks different because of the changes that is happening in the narrative's life and I I think about this thing as as sometimes that people fight because of the terrifying confusion that exists in their lives they fight for a place of a constant and for many, that constant is God. And I've, I've heard so many times, before I move forward, that's a blessing. I'm not presenting a good or a bad, and I'm going to present a good and a bad as I share this. But their constant is God. And there's blessings and confusion in that. The confusion comes in is when the world can't look differently because God has to be consistent. God is consistent. God is a consistence that has this, that is, as I've heard so many times in so many different sermons, God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I believe in that consistent God. But we worship a consistent God that exists in a world of terrifying confusion. And that world of terrifying confusion is also an acknowledgement that within the terrifying confusion, we exist in a world that's constantly changing. We exist in a world that as we all try to feel the spaces in our being with faith, with conversation, uh, 
God bless, unfortunately, with addictions and hurt. As we continue to try to fill those spaces, we try to deal with our consistent God in an ever-changing world. And as the world keeps changing, 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 the way that we carry our consistent God to it must change as well. There's a danger. There's a danger in this quote that I found in choosing therapy is we sometimes we exist in our idealistic past and we want it to be our idealistic constant. Grieving the death of celebrity can also cause us to reflect on our life and make us feel we are losing our past. The death of a star can represent a symbolic loss of pleasant memories from past, from parts of our life. There's times, and I've had these conversations, that as we continue to move on towards perfection, as we deal with terrific confusion, there are some people that feel that they are losing elements of their faith being because the world keeps changing. And there's a lot of times that I've seen people that have fought back against losing parts of their past and losing symbolic parts of pleasant memories. Those pleasant memories don't go away just because we reach new areas. Those symbolic memories don't drift away as we try to fill the spaces in our lives with healthy things as we also help others find places at a table so that they can fill the holes in their lives as well. And just because it looks radically differently now than the way we did it before, it does not mean that you lose your place at the table. It just means that we have made the table a little bit differently. And I, this, this just came to my mind about this quote. I fear, I fear that as we hold on to the things, we are actually trying to make God look like us instead of allowing ourselves to look like God. That was one of the first questions that was proposed in the philosophy class that I took in college. And this philosophy class was given at a Baptist school and many many Baptist students there. So it was always this philosophy teacher's first question because the majority of the students there had some kind of faith background that was rooted in an image of who God is. So I, I love that he started this class with this question. Did, did God make man in his image or did man make God in their image? And I, I fear a lot of times, as we begin to grieve on losing significant symbolic parts of our past pleasant memories as we fear those things, I fear that we try to make faith in our image instead of letting it transform into God's. I, I fear with, within the terrible confusion that we 
are trying to take God's place and we're not allowing God to mold us closer to seeing God's not dead. God's just moved in a direction we stopped looking and trying to find wholeness and hope within those things. So I want us to hold on to that. I want us to think about these changes from the Bowie song that we used in this. I want to think about how it's okay to even grieve parts of our lives as long as we don't stop looking for where God is moving towards. We can stand in the foundation of our growth and go to new exciting places all together and celebrate the changes in our lives to celebrate changes in others and the biggest change of them all, celebrate the change of an expanding table of grace that anyone is welcome to. Thank you for being a part of this conversation. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. God is love. Amen. Thank you once again for joining us in worship. Let's join together in our closing benediction precious and loving God, we thank you for your presence in all things and giving us images of individuals that guide us towards hope. Help us to live in that hope in the everyday. And in your son's precious and loving name, I pray. Amen.